Welcome to the Super Average Gaming Podcast. This is our first ever live recording, live on Twitch, uh, stream thing, recording podcast stuff. So, and here we go. Like, this is a new thing. We spent just the last, like, 30 minutes, actually, like, last hour, setting it all up. So, (laughs) (laughs) we're living Uh, in the future right now. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty exciting. I'm actually pretty nervous. We got some peeps in the chat already. We got uh, IG Karate Kid. What's up, man? And Laszlo left a little yo. So um, let's just see how this goes. I mean, it's interesting. So let's just, let's just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. It's kind of, it's kind of like what we always do, but you left the bedroom door open. You know, you're getting down to your business, (laughs) but there's just people occasionally looking in. Yeah. That's basically what's happening right now. Some people, some people enjoy that. That makes me very uncomfortable. Some people leave their window drapes <laughs> wide open in the middle exactly. of the day. New York City. Why they shag, which is which is how Chris says bang, by the way. I just feel, I feel so welcoming. This inclusive <laughs> podcast. <laughs> there was a there's a place I used to work that there was a hotel right across the street and people didn't realize that there was other people in the building across and we had windows open. So every once in a while you see like a headboard just ish, ish, ish. Oh, nice. <laughs> or just some boobs hanging out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like, once again, we're we're just not where we're supposed to be on the podcast right now. <laughs> hey, man. So video games. Okay. okay. So again, welcome to the Super Average Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Ramos Jr. And today we're also hosted by Leo Ramos. Hiya. And Christopher Gower. Hello, internet. Hello, internet. That's a great. That's a great thing. I've I found that like whenever says someone says something funny, I will repeat it. As in, like that's really funny. <laughs> I do that so much. And is Claudia that why you're quiet be... all the time when we're talking? <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, wait, like <laughs> yeah. is that, is that uh, that's my, funny? Repeat my mute it. brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so yeah, Claudia couldn't be here tonight because she isn't feeling super well. Uh, so we're she's gonna we're just hoping for a quick recovery for her, and she'll be back next week, and uh, will be with us, you know, rocking next week. Get okay, well so, soon, Claudia. Yeah, um, guys, I do want to say this at the top of the episode because I want to switch it up a little bit. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please go on over to wherever you listen to the podcast: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Google, wherever is wherever Google does their podcast stuff. And give us a little like, review, rating. It'll really help us uh, get out to more people. And also, if you'd like to throw us a couple bucks, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash superaveragegaming, where you can become a Patreon producer slash supporter if you want to. If you don't, it's totally fine. We hope you're enjoying this podcast anyway. We're enjoying it. We're having a good old time. So let's head on over into Angie's Corner, which is where we talk about gaming news, a.k.a. the stuff my wife just does not care about she like care not about. at all she just doesn't care she don't just care. does not care it's a damn shame but we wouldn't she... have the podcast without it right no 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 because no. if she not. loved it she'd she just be talking it. to you about it all the time and it'd be like angela shut up like, you'd, I don't you'd wanna... have you'd have none of this you... energy for us yeah i'm like come on i'm saving it for the podcast oh god i hope she didn't hear me say that so... <laughs> <laughs> she's about to walk in yeah. she's gonna she... see a big backhand <laughs> behind randy's head out of nowhere <laughs> So, guys, let's uh, talk about our first story in Angie's Corner, which is from GameSpot. And uh, CD Projekt Red founder, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Mar- Marcin Iwinski? Iwinski? I'm guessing. You know, he's from... Monica S- Lewinsky? Nope, that's not the CD oh. Projekt Red founder. <laughs> be hilarious if it was, though. Um, so he has released an in-depth statement about the days leading up to the game's release. He actually, uh, it was a video. Uh, did you guys watch the whole video? 
Try, I tried. I had to watch it in three parts. But we, it <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> and that's not a joke. It glitched. This is just perfect. That's just yep. perfect. Yeah. So, uh, it's glitching yeah, as I mean, we speak. So anyway, we'll, Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he did put out a pretty, uh, in-depth statement and he actually like broke down and went to it and he, and I, what I love about it is that he actually took responsibility for what's going on, um, or in what happened. Um, and the biggest thing for me, and he's like, please don't blame the devs, which we've talked about this before in past podcasts, episodes where it's like the devs pour their heart and soul into these, into these games. And they work so hard and, you know, they went through crunch and, uh, just so much work goes into it. But at the end of the day, it's not their decision when a game is released. Uh, and, uh, he did take, he did take full responsibility. He was like, it's on, uh, me and the board. Um, and we put out the game when it wasn't ready, but I just want to read this quick excerpt from the article and I will have it in the show notes when this is posted. So it says, following the rocky launch of Cyberpunk 2077 in December, developer CD Projekt Red has released a statement from studio co-founder Marcin Awinski in which he offers a personal explanation of what happened in the days leading up to the game's release. They shed some light on just how there could have been such a disparity between the PC and console versions. The team also hinted at when the full next-gen versions will be ready. Quote, despite good reviews on PC, the console version of Cyberpunk 2077 did not meet the quality standard we wanted it to meet. I and the entire leadership team are deeply sorry for this, and this video is me publicly owning up to that, Owinsky said, or Iwinski. Quote, please don't follow, or sorry, please don't fault any of our teams for what happened. They are all incredibly talented and hardworking. Myself and the board are the final decision makers, and it was our, our call to release the game. Although, believe me, we never intended for anything like this to happen, I assure you that we will do our best to regain your trust. And it is a pretty uh lengthy article and there is a q a at the bottom um but they did put out um an image with cd pot uh sorry cyberpunk 2077 updates roadmap and you can see on there that they already released three hot fixes uh back in 2020 in december 2020 and they have patch 1.1 and patch 1.2 in early 2021 it doesn't have a specific month uh or date but it is coming out and then they also have some free dlcs and free next-gen console update coming uh, sometime in 2021. Again, it doesn't say specifically, but that, that image there, there does say multiple updates and improvements. So let's talk about this for a second. Um, obviously, you guys know how I feel about uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and everything that's been happening with it. Because um, I love the game from the get and just let like I think a week or two ago, I got to a point where I was like, you know what, I'm not really, I can't really do this anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't really keep defending the game because it got to the point where I didn't like what I was saying. Like, it, it, I and yours is play PC, just to clarify. And mine's on PC. I've been, exactly. been playing on PC the entire time. So like I, Leo played on Xbox One, but I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't keep defending the game. So and then he, they come out and they say this, and I'm like, I don't think that there's ever been a developer to ever do something like this and take responsibility, just like he did. Do you know what I mean? I, I think you, I think I reckon No Man's Sky had a, had a similar. Um, I forget the guy's name now, Sean, but I think he came out and basically. I think I'm, I mean I don't no, want to. No, know. no. I when don't, that when that happened, he kind of. Uh, blanking out on the name of the company but they just kind of hello games Games. hello Hello, that's it yeah Mm -hmm. they just completely shut off all like social media nobody was on at all for like months they didn't say anything and then one day he was just kind of like somebody like i think hacked the account and tweeted 
like <laughs> I hate my life or whatever the hell. And then <laughs> the CEO was just like, no, we're still working on the game. Love you. And then just like, so I, so I, I'm a hundred percent right. No, All right. yeah, I'm glad, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you, you remember that. On. <laughs> I'm just acknowledging, I guess I'm just thinking because they made so many updates to it afterwards for, for no cost, but, but continue. You might be right. You might be right. Well, I mean, I mean they didn't come for the out most, and, sorry. No, uh, go ahead. They didn't come out like the way uh, the CEO of CD Projekt Red came out and was just like, hey, uh, don't blame the devs. And he gives like an actual kind of more in-depth explanation of what sure. happened. At least I don't know how much more data there is to to the whole situation. We only know what he tells us. I'm not skeptical at all. Well, that's but, the thing. Um, like he is, he's basically <laughs> like saying like, here, this is what is going on. Like, obviously he's not going to tell us the, the in detail conversations of what they decided before it was released. Because like when the game releases and it's that bad, you know, it's that bad when it's released. Like there's no way what we are seeing in the game. They didn't see. There's no hiding it. It's not like there's well, no, yeah. There's no way. There's just no possible way they're like, oh, we didn't notice because it's just like so bad. And the fact that he even said like, hey, like we should have spent more time on it, which is fucking obvious in the first place. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that he's just like, hey, like he's actually going out. He's like, look, blame us. It was me. It was our. It was the, the execs, not the devs. Like, and they're taking the heat for it, which is great. I think that's just like a great way like that. It's like. I know that we had talked about this before and it was, we mentioned like we, they lost a lot of goodwill in a week when the, the game was released. They had built up so much and they lost it just like that. Um, and this I think is him trying to like make up the damage uh, and heading back in the direction of you can trust us again. Uh, so let's just see what happens with um, like patch 1.1 and 1.2. Cause yeah. Yeah. I, 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 go, go on Leo. You say I have hope. I feel like probably eventually, I'm not sure how long it's going to be, but after a while, the game is going to be at least at a state, and enough people are going to have the next gen consoles and not be playing on the older consoles to start kind of only experiencing it actually working, or at least to a degree where it's not like game breaking. And then the problem, my, my thought process, is they're probably going to get that goodwill back because I'm not. I didn't refund the game because I was just like, okay, I'm just going to wait because I actually really want to play this. Yeah, and I. I know they can put out a good product. I know they can put out a good games, like an actual working game. So I'm just like, I, I can trust that at some point this game is going to be playable. Obviously right now it's not, but eventually they're going to come out with it. And I think the goodwill is going to come back uh, for the most part, at least. I think, I mean, if you look at that roadmap, there's three hot fixes, right? Um, Two patches free, as you mentioned, free DLCs, and then the next gen console update it. They've got enough, spaced uh far enough apart to kind of make it worth your while to be like let's let's see what that i mean free dlc and it's not just one it says free dlcs so um, right you know that that could be i think there's enough there and i think i mean you mentioned the the bones of the game is 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 good the bones of the story is good it's yeah. just everything on top of it um and and it did seem i'll be honest i'm usually quite cynical it seemed pretty genuine times it seemed like he was definitely reading but but um sure we said this last week i mean you know we, a little less uh serious but with phil spencer you know kind of blaming amd for the the lack of uh xbox series x out there and we kind of said like you know decisions are at the top take right. take the heat and he's done that and he's protected his devs and maybe it took him a little longer than it should have done 
but you know things move fast in the world of games and technology and actually it's not that long since things started spiraling out of control so um yeah i think there's enough reparations probably a bad yeah. word to use but yeah you know <laughs> maybe not the best term yeah Apolo- uh, you know rewards he's and, he's and heading i I think the company uh, is heading in the right direction to fix this. I, I do believe that they will fix it um, because, like we said, like you said earlier, Chris, a second ago, um, the bones of the game are solid and the story is really good. And it's just it's just such a shame that they should have just like delayed it up until February 2022 or sorry, 2021, um, because they probably would have had all that stuff fixed. And then like on top of whatever other patches they released down the line, you know what I mean? But hundred percent. You know, I'm, this might seem like a complete tangent, but I just had a thought on this. So I mentioned that there's the, the book that I'd read about the kind of game dev stories, good and bad. This is the kind of thing yeah. like I, I love documentaries um, about anything like from video games, like uh, King of Kong's amazing, but or to anything um, I would love to see like a small documentary crew, just like in the offices trying to make this right, trying to work out how to like, I, I would love oh, to be a fly on the wall. A, yeah. As I've said that, they just mentioned COVID-19. No one's in the offices. So it'd be a really quiet documentary. <laughs> They'd be like, man, no one's turned up for months. They just, they bottled it. Like, this um, explains everything. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder the game sucks. No oh, one came shit. into work. Yeah. If I only had yeah. caught myself a second earlier, but there you go. Yeah. No, you know, but I get what actually saying, made like, me realize something when he mentioned that, because um, if you think about it, uh, everyone had to stop working. Out of nowhere, everyone had to stay at home, and now everyone had to set up their rigs at home. Like maybe the programmers, like I can, maybe not every single programmer needs a crazy strong computer, but definitely your VFX artists need crazy strong computers, and they need them at their house now. So everyone has to get a computer mm-hmm. set up at their home, and then nobody's ever done it quite like that before. So everyone had to figure out the entire workflow. So that probably added a long time to the game. Oh yeah. So yeah, he did. Yeah, he like, even mentioned that, like in the video, he was like, you know, COVID happened, and that threw a wrench into stuff, you know. So yeah. and that's totally fine. Like we get it. It, it affected literally the entire planet, which <laughs> not a lot of things c- you you can say that about, you know. So I totally get that. Yeah, I don't I, exactly. I completely agree. I don't think it's an excuse saying COVID. Everyone's had to deal with it, but in a creative um, workplace, people f- feed off each other's creativity, and when yeah. everyone's kind of separated. Who knows what that's going to do to, to motivation and whatnot. Like, but, I guess the only yeah. thing that I can even, the thing that's comparable for me is like, imagine trying to make a movie, but everyone has to work from home. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, and this is on a, and like Lucas Ridley, one of our recent guests, like making a game is a hundred times more difficult than making a movie. So oh, yeah. This, yeah. it's just like, a, we can quote him on that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, it's just like, it's an impossible situation. We get it. With that said, y'all fucked up. Y'all shouldn't have released the game, and here we are. So, yep, we are. We <laughs> but are the deciding I, factor I, I, on when you yeah. do these games, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> I do appreciate. I, I will end the segment with I do appreciate him putting out that release and saying, "Hey, it was on us. We we effed up. We're trying to fix it, and we promise you it will fix it." So, I'm really and I'm really hoping they do because I, I was really enjoying the game, and then the bugs just like completely killed it for me. So. Hoping patch one one point one and one point two uh, fix the glitches and bugs, so I can go back and and finish the game and enjoy it. It just struck me that Cyberpunk could be like the seminal super average game. 
Like <laughs> it perfectly embodies it right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, That's it's, perfect. It's, good. it's kind of poetic. It's pretty bad sometimes. Yeah, perfect. And it can be all right. It can't be really yeah. good. It's, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a super average game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there's something else I wanted to say about it and I completely forgot what it was. So let's, let's move on into our next. We've talked about it every single week, every second, yeah. second of every <laughs> minute of this podcast. Yeah. I think, I think we've, uh, beat, beat a dead horse. Um, he was like, the CEO was like, we're, I think guys, I think we might be out the news cycle. I'm going to release a video. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. This is how I, this is how I keep us, keep us going. Yeah. Like yes. they were like just about out of the news cycle and then he releases video and we're like, oh, okay. Let's Wait talk about one it some second. More. Not so fast. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then Bethesda is going to drop a diss track. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to lead us into our, uh, story number two in Angie's corner. And this is, this basically tickled Chris's butt. Um, because <laughs> like Chris is, on the butt. Like, that's a good thing like right at the edge like not not the okay no 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 never mind <laughs> wow really? we're gonna let's talk about this this is uh from ign bowser's fury is a short action-packed free roaming mario adventure and we don't need to beat Mar- super mario 3d world to play the new adventure so basically super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury uh the trailer was released and <laughs> it looks super awesome i will have the link in the show notes for you guys to check out the trailer and whatnot from IGN.com. So go give them some clicks and stuff. But I've never seen a Mario game that looks this badass ever. <laughs> like, yeah, it fucking it, what? It's, Bowser is just a, a giant uh, fire breathing tortoise. Uh, and then Super Mario Koopa. goes Super Saiyan, yo. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> And it's just like give Mario a spirit bomb. That'll be so dude, sick. Like it was just like he just for he's like in the trailer, he's like running around in this cat suit and stuff like that. And then like Bowser becomes huge and you're like, holy crap, this is awesome. So then Mario then goes to the little bell thing and it just goes Super Saiyan. He literally goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> I put I took the trailer because Bowser looks metal as fuck, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I took the trailer and in our Instagram stories, I put like a metal soundtrack in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it worked so perfectly. Yeah, it so was perfectly. so good. It was it everything. Was so I just want, we should just recut it and release it. It is. Yeah. It's insane. It, yeah. I'm uh, sure we'll get plenty of views, but yeah. maybe, maybe it'll, it'll, it'll be disapproved with the Google ads because Google <laughs> likes to F us. Um, I just want to read this really quickly from, uh, the, the article, Nintendo has explained that Bowser's Fury, the new standalone adventure coming with the Switch release of Super Mario 3D World, will be a free-roaming experience that is short but action-packed. The new Bowser's Fury website describes the story of the expansion. Mario sent to Lake, uh, sorry, Mario sent to Lake Lapcant, where everything is cat-themed. Oh, Angela's actually going to love this. <laughs> where everything is cat-themed. Could you just see her run behind Randy Cat? Yeah, cats? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where everything is cat-themed and Bowser has gone berserk. Team up with Bowser Jr. to have his dad chill out in this short but action-packed standalone adventure. Uh, we've chill learned- the fuck out, Dad. <laughs> Jesus dad, can you re- dad, can you relax? Like, stop <laughs> drinking so much. It's Thursday afternoon. Get a job. Uh- <laughs> God, maybe there is, like, a really horrible underlying mature <laughs> theme there. He's just like, like if you can finally so find, find a, a wife. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> your mom he's left tri- us when you were He's born. tried. He just yeah. keeps kidnapping them. They don't like that. Yeah, yeah. they don't like it. Pete doesn't <laughs> like it. Yeah. Uh, and this is, and it ends with this. We learned a fair bit about Super Mario 3 World plus Bowser's Fury in the last few days, including the addition of photo mode and how Fury Bowser will be t- a timed world event in the new adventure. Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury will arrive all, for Switch on February 12th, and you can pre-order it right now. So that's... Oh, and... Uh, wow. We awarded the Wii U version of Super Mario 3D World a 9.6 out of 10 in our review, saying it's marvelous and its constant variety and fantastic light-hearted co-op play proves that Nintendo still knows exactly how to tweak the Mario formula in, a, in fun ways. That's actually... Su- I didn't know that. It was a 9.6. That's it awesome. It was so good. Um, I actually feel like even maybe they were one of the higher ratings. I feel like a lot of places kind of were like, it's it's like good, it's good, but it's not the best Mario because Galaxy 2 had been so well received. Personally, it's I think it's my second favorite Mario behind 64. And wow. part, of, part of that is because the co-op mode was so fun because it's like the co-op is you can work together, but you are awarded points at the end and you are awarded like a crown at the end. And so the amount of times me and my friends would like, shit on one another in the <laughs> game. Like when you're like both jumping for the same thing, you just deliberately jump short, land on their head and then knock them down a pit. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's chaos. And that is going to be four player. Like at least it's co-op online. I don't know if it's four player online. I think it is, but it's going to be online co-op, which is, I cannot wait. It sounds that. like the perfect thing for us to stream since we're doing these live now. Yes. A hundred percent. Everyone get it on day one. Um, genuinely loved it. And there's like mad, um, the cat thing's weird. You can run up walls, but certain walls, um, cat things are always weird. I mean, yeah, but did it's, you see cats, the movie? No, no, no. Because I saw the trailer. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I saw one still from the trailer and I vowed never <laughs> like, nope. to go near it again. Um, <laughs> but it like, yeah, some of the levels, I mean, they're, they're incredibly creative levels and there's like a lot of throwback levels. There's a Mario Kart level, which is sort of weird, but really, really cool. It's really, really good. Bowser's Fury. Apparently it's like a, I don't know if you said this, maybe the fact that they mentioned it's free roaming. So it seems like it's a, like a short open world. Yeah. Which is very cool. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to play this game. I, I mean, my favorite Mario is Mario 64 and uh, I really liked Odyssey, but it didn't like really reel me in like Mario 64 did back in the day. Odyssey um, felt like weird tonally. Like some of it was yeah, amazing. It, some of it was just like, yeah, I, it was, I it was weird. The it entire was entire game. It, I didn't say. Games. I don't think it was a bad game. I just think it was weird. Like not weird. It was just like okay. Like you know, not. It was just all over the place for me. You know what I mean? Anyway, point of the story is, I'm looking forward to playing this game. Like, I think the. I mean, personally, I think the Mario Super Mario thing is like, it doesn't change very often for me. So I'm looking forward to playing Super Mario 3D World on the Switch plus Bowser's Fury, and uh, yeah, it releases in February. So. That's yeah. uh, in a, in about a month and like six days, it's set. So once they come uh, up with my, Mario less. Fighters, uh, it's going to be going to be on. It's called Super Smash Bros. So I know I'm because it's Super Saiyan. Come on, man. Just yeah, nope. Relax. Don't ruin but, everything. <laughs> Shit. Jeez, Dad. <laughs> Chill out, Dad. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, nice. Sorry, yeah, I was just going to say February 12th. So less than a month. Oh, February 12th. Sorry, I thought it was February 20th. My bad. My bad. My bad. February 12th. You can get uh, it on the twentieth if you want. It's well, entirely I mean, up to you. I probably will. Yeah. Or maybe I'll pre-order it now. Maybe I'll get it on this twentieth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another amazing game that I'm super excited for is coming out from Nintendo: New Pokemon Snap. <laughs> oh, 
So this was uh, tweeted from Nintendo America today. Welcome to Lentil Region, your destination for adventure in hashtag new Pokemon Snap. Venture from island to island on an ecological survey, building your Pokemon photo desk as you observe wild Pokemon in their natural habitat. New Pokemon Snap arrives on April 30th, 2021. This game was on Nintendo 64 originally. Yep. And it's such a simple concept. And you're literally just going around and you're taking pictures of Pokemon. I never bought the game, but I rented it from Blockbuster. So I only had limited windows to play this game when I was a kid. That's absolutely fine. It was super short from what I remember. Yeah, <laughs> but I loved it so much. And the I don't know why. It was just like the appeal of it. And I was like, oh, you know, oh, that'd be, it'd be like the perfect game for Switch. And they're actually releasing it now. Like, I can't believe this is actually happening. You've got to be able yeah, to, like, you, use the you, Switch. Yeah, you've got to be able to just, like, yeah, it's it's 100% going to happen. You can do that in Breath of the Wild for the bow, which I think is, is so annoying when you're trying to aim and you're, like, you move the control oh, a little dude. bit. That's right. Everyone knows that's, that's how you hold the bow. Turned off. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. The, that's how you aim. It's going to be one of those, like, um, what do they call it? Like, just just chill out games or meditational games kind of thing, I imagine. 100%. It's going to be one of those games where, like, after a long day of work, you just want to go home and chill out for a minute. Like, you don't have any other games to play right now. Let me throw on new Pokemon Snap and just take some pics of Pokemon. You you lived, nearly live, in New York, right? Yeah. You can do that with rats every night of the week <laughs> in Central Park. That is... It's, they don't change Not even much. Central Park, right outside my apartment. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see... Please dress up as Ash. <laughs> yeah, or inside this. my apartment. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please dress up as Ash uh, <laughs> if you're like playing as Ash. Put my and, cap on backwards. Yeah, and just go and take pictures of rats in New Jersey and mm-hmm. uh, t- say, send us the pictures as like a trailer, an homage, and we'll send it to Nintendo. Dude, um, oh, thank God my apartment, my new apartment in New Jersey doesn't have rats, but uh, or, or mice. My old apartment in New York City did, and that's one of the reasons we moved out. But They moved uh, you out. Yeah, they're they just like, you. this is ours now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and rats in New York City have a, a southern accent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where they came from. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's that's a, a game that we're looking forward to. Like, I just yeah, want to like, talk. So the, um, my neighbor had it when I was, I was probably like, I don't know, 12 or something when this came out. And um, my neighbor had it. And at the time... This was like early 3D. So just the idea of like exploring a 3D world was exciting enough. Yeah. Um, I didn't ever like clicked, click, click with Pokemon. That's no pun intended. 100% sounds like it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but just the idea of it was like, it was just pretty chill. It was like, oh, this is, you know, you kind of could explore, but at the same time you were on rails, right? Um, I wonder whether it's going to hold up as much now when like, you know, exploring a 3D world is not nearly as exciting. Well, like, yeah, I, I just about pulled it. up images of uh, Pokemon Snap from S- Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I did that because there was a, a streamer earlier today, Bokba Soup, um, who was streaming Castlevania 64. And I watched his stream, and that game does not hold up. <laughs> the Nintendo 64 graphics, just compared to now, like back then it was just like mind-blowing. Compared to now, it was just like, yeah. oh, fuck. To be fair, though, castlevania on 64 was like a big drop in quality for the series but i know what you mean yes. like regardless n64 graphics yeah but i'm looking at the pokemon struggle. snap ones and it's like it's like okay cool like i can see 
the appeal and it doesn't look as bad as Castlevania. Yeah. (laughs) Without being like, without getting too, too much into it, like Nintendo struggled with texture maps in terms of the size of the texture map you could have. So they did way better at like cartoony gore or shading. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you're right. Pokemon 64 still holds up Castlevania with all like the muddy, like textures and stuff looks They try to make the faces look human where it's just like, "Mm." No, yeah, that's the real horror <laughs> right there. It's like the alone in the dark uh, screenshot. Yes, yes, it's kind yes. of like that. Yeah, it's and like you know, that, just a lot worse. Yeah. No, I was not, thinking no, about it was a little better, uh, but I was thinking about Pokemon Snap, and I'm just like, I remember being like five years old when me and Randy lived in the Bronx, and we played the fuck out of it, and it was like crazy cool. And I see, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, they're coming out with it for the Switch, and I'm like. I was really excited when I was five. I am not five. <laughs> like, I don't know how excited I'll be for this game. I'm pretty sure I'll be excited and then pop it in and just be like, here's okay. the thing. Cause I totally get and what you're saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like a game where you're like, it's not like a my like game, you know, pun intended game changing type of video game. You know what I mean? It's not going to blow your world. Like I was saying earlier, I think it's very much going to be a, long day after work you just want to chill out you don't mm. want to think about anything you don't want to think about what happened last wednesday at, in washington dc uh <laughs> oh, so you just you just throw on pokemon snap take some pics yeah. listen to a nice little soundtrack watch the the, the sunset uh the sun set <laughs> um and just like chill out man like i don't like yeah it I don't is a whole genre that as well like there, there is definitely like a place for those those kind of video games yeah for yeah, sure and if you're I, like I, me, that I, type mm. of shit gets me so antsy. Like if I'm ever playing the story mode in a fighting game and there's like three minutes worth of just talking, I start losing <laughs> my shit. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> at least just throw fights, just throw fights, man. <laughs> can, can I just say that um, you telling the story of you and Randy playing Pokemon Snap in the Bronx is the least cool story I've ever heard about the Bronx. So it's <laughs> Well, we grew up in the nice part of the Bronx, which is like uh, an oxymoron. So in Riverdale, yeah, Riverdale. You like the boring suburbs, like yeah, it's like Pokemon Snap. It's a nice part of the Bronx where if you go into the South Bronx, people like that's not the Bronx. So yeah, Yeah, I've told (laughs) like when when I was younger, my cousin was like, didn't realize I lived in the Bronx. He was like, you live in the Bronx, and I was like, yeah, we're in Riverdale. Goes, oh, that's not the Bronx. That's <laughs> like, how dude, all our cousins talk, by the way. You don't even you oh, live in the Bronx, in upstate. If they listen to this, they probably won't listen to it any longer. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably, probably not. <laughs> I lived in the fucking Bronx. Yeah, we grew up in the Bronx. Um, so speaking of growing, growing up in the Bronx, our next story in Angie's Corner: Bethesda has teased a new Indiana Jones game. What does that have to do with the Bronx? You ask. Literally nothing. So <laughs> it was like they, Fat Joe is the, is the Fat lead Joe is playing Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is going to be the most fucking awesome segue in the world if he manages this. Yeah, no. He no. So this Fat is tweeted Joe, from Big uh, Pun back. I'm cutting. Okay, enough. Uh, this was tweeted from Bethesda <laughs> two days ago. A new Indiana Jones game with an original story is in development from our studio machine games and will be ex- executive produced by todd howard in collaboration with another announcement lucasfilm games it'll be some time before we have more to reveal but we're very excited to share today's news so that's pretty freaking cool i don't know if you guys are into indiana jones at all but uh indiana jones obviously came out before i was born but i fucking loved indiana jones growing up he was just oh yeah a badass and just the, the fucking coolest guy and he punched nazis so <laughs> Yeah, he's he's got a lot going for him. To be fair, uh, 
other than the latest film, like where what where latest film? Shia LaBeouf or Shia Who's LaBeouf? That? Who's Shia LaBeouf? Sh- Shia LaBeouf, Indiana Jones. Shia yeah. LaBeouf was he? No, Shia? but he he plays Mutt in the 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 fourth Indiana Jones I don't, film. I don't think that actually happened. I don't think that that actually. Oh, am I living in North? I think you're living in an alternate universe where they decided to make a shitty Indiana Jones movie. (laughs) Where where a pyramid takes off and (laughs) flies into space at the end. Um, No, I'm just kidding. We don't acknowledge that movie because it was just... You you genuinely got me there for a second. I was like, did I say his name wrong or something? I don't know if you know this, but I'm an actor by trade and uh, I was pretty good at it. Incredible. I will have you know... A friend of ours was in a Sherman Oaks or Studio City bowling alley about four or five years ago, and she was pregnant, and Charlotte Berth came in, and uh, he got down on his knees, put his hands on her her pregnant belly, and made a prayer. Um, And then he got kicked out later for calling the owners a racist because they refused to serve him French fries. It was a bowling alley in Studio City. Pretty special. Wow, that took a turn. Yeah. That was... And if you want, Jones, baby. Any yeah. Shia LaBeouf story is going to tell me. I feel like that's what's going to happen. And if you want to know how like how dated this is, the footage our friend filmed of it was on those Snapchat spectacles. It was so it's all circular. Wow, it's like a very 2015 story or whatever. Whatever you. That's know, impressive. But I'm that's getting impressive. off the point here. Indiana Jones anyway, is very cool. That's very Indiana exciting. Jones is super cool. So I I want to talk about this because like is this going to become Microsoft? version or xbox version of uncharted which i feel like it makes sense because i feel like uncharted is playstation's indiana jones to a degree right yeah oh yeah you know he's he's a hundred percent like homage to yeah totally um so that's a really good shout you've made me think of one thing when i was a poor n64 owner i say this because playstation was killing it and n64 (laughs) was clinging on and playstation had tomb raider and we were all very, very jealous of Tomb Raider. And they had Tomb Raider 2 and I think even Tomb Raider 3. And yeah. we just couldn't get, it was like, no, we've got all these great games, but there's no mature, mature like Tomb Raider. Why can't we get it? And then they released Indiana Jones on N64. And it was fucking diabolical. But yeah, it was all, really bad. <laughs> all of the N64 magazines before it were like, it's our, it's our time. It's our Tomb Raider. So <laughs> ho- hopefully uh, they'll do a better job. Um I will say well, that. I, I hope that Bethesda does a better job than Indiana Jones on Nintendo 64 or else that's going to be really disappointing. Um, yeah. <laughs> what if it's just a port of the N64 version? <laughs> Please. <laughs> and then, and then like a month later, the CEO comes up and he's like, we're really sorry. Don't blame the devs. Um, most of them don't work in gaming anymore, but just don't blame. <laughs> what I want. Most I of want our devs like aren't a, even alive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what I want is a, like a fully, uh, uh, next gen intro sequence and then N64 gameplay and then the ending is fully next gen and that's <laughs> it that would be I would pay for that it would I be would. the most streamed game out there no, I, I think it definitely wow. has has the, the capability of being that it's and, and obviously Bethesda behind it the one thing one thing I mentioned is Lucasfilm games right um I, I've gone on about my love of adventure games when I was a kid on PC, which was LucasArts, which had originally, I think was originally called Lucasfilm Games, and then they rebranded to LucasArts. They released a bunch of Star Wars games as well under that. And then Disney bought them, and I guess they've kind of re... Because they, they did fold for a bit, I think, or at least kind of stopped making games. So it's good sure. to see Lucasfilm Games back as well. Well, that's so. going to be our, literally the next thing we're talking about, that this is... 
pretty exciting news. Uh, Star Wars, this is from IGN also, Star Wars games to be branded under Lucasfilm Games banner. So obviously we just heard that uh, Bethesda is making the Indiana Jones game uh, with their uh, developer Machine Games under Lucasfilm Games, which I'm very, very excited for. Like, the other thing that EA isn't going to be making Star Wars games moving forward. Um, At all? I mean... I mean, uh, they will be making, like, um, Fallen Order 2 and stuff like that, but it won't be, like, exclusively EA anymore. So that's that's, that's super exciting because EA, what's it been, like, 10, 10 years or something like that that they've been making oh, Star eight, Wars games? I think. I, think the, yeah. I, think it was, I think it's been since 2012 or 13, something like that. Well, eight, well almost uh, the better part of a decade for sure. And, I mean, out of uh, all the games they made, just recently in the past two years, have they been actually good? Like, I think, uh, well, I mean, Fallen Order was fucking phenomenal. I mean, uh, glitches and bugs aside, awesome story, awesome gameplay. Um, and then just so so much fun and, like, really made me feel like I was a Jedi. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then Star Wars Squadrons was really good as well. I didn't play that a whole bunch, but the story on there is trash, but the gameplay is super dope. Uh, Battlefront 2, they fixed it up really well. It's a good place right now. But I, I didn't side. play much Battlefront two, but I played a lot of Battlefront one, um, mostly after the, most the remake, really, right? Yeah, yeah, re, the remake. Yeah, uh, but and I had a lot of fun playing that, and it played it, it played a lot like uh, Battlefield, which they, uh, Dice was the guys who made Battlefront, and I I love Battlefield, so the similarities carried over really well. But yeah, it's just the way they released it at first. Like there was only a little bit of content and a bunch of bullshit that is what kind of dumped it down but the game itself technically was awesome yeah i mean battlefront 2 wasn't when it released it was like there was nothing to do it was just like i think like three or four levels barely it was just not fun but they fixed it up it's in a good place now so moving forward new studios will be making star wars games so this is from the article announced today on starwars.com the company revealed that lucasfilm games or quote lucasfilm games is now the official identity for all gaming titles from lucasfilm a name that encompasses the company's rich catalog of video games and its eye toward the future end quote it marks a similar move to xbox game studios and playstation studios both of which group multiple developers under a single banner all future star wars games will see the new lucasfilm games banner displayed and they have a little sizzle reel um so the name is actually a return for the Lucasfilm Games brand, which ran through the 80s and created the likes of Maniac Mansion, The Secret of Monkey Island, and more until being rebranded as LucasArts in 1990. Yeah. So there's the whole article there. I'm just really excited to see like what is going to be happening in the future of Star Wars because outside the movies, um, I mean, there's obviously books and stuff like that, but these games, are uh, they're planning on making it canon. So... <clears throat> And that's going to be really interesting to see what they can do with games and stuff like that because with the movies and stuff, yeah, you can watch all the movies and whatnot, but this really, like, puts you, like, immerses you into the world of Star Wars and what's happening and stuff. And with The Mandalorian and um, the shows that are coming out for that, with, like, the, the Boba Fett show that's going to be happening, uh, the Ahsoka show that they're going to be making. <laughs> I love um, the Boba Fett show. sounds like he's just hosting a talk show. <laughs> yeah, <he's> just, <laughs> it, it's actually uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, hosted by yeah. Boba Fett. Nice. Um <laughs> that would be fucking phenomenal Give the people i would what so want. watch that show <laughs> yeah. oh my god oh, someone make that someone great, produce bro. that show come on i'm, I'm calling you <laughs> carry myself um, but yeah a lot of good stuff so along those same lines uh we are going to be getting a next gen performance update for 
Jedi Fallen Order. Um, it's going to be bringing up to like 60 FPS and stuff like that. Uh, and let's see. Well, let's just read the article. It's, this is from Eurogamer. Um, and it reads, it's actually kind of funny. If you felt the great disturbance in the Force, you might be onto something. As an update for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has started rolling out. And it's all about optimizing the game for next-gen consoles. And it just goes into like all the specifics and stuff like that. But basically for like Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, frame rate's going to be up to 60 FPS. Uh, and going to be having a resolution in the range of 1080p to 1440p. Um, it, it, so the game looks really good already mm-hmm. for the next-gen performance boost. It's going to look really, really good. And I'm sure the performance is going to be that much better. Uh, really exciting times. And then the last little part of this, this section of Angie's Corner, is Lucasfilm Games' new partnership means the galaxy's the limit. This is from Wired. And it's also been confirmed... Uh, I'm not going to read anything from here, but it's also been confirmed that they're going to be working on an open-world Star Wars game. Don't have many of the details other than that, but that's very exciting. That's super exciting. Open-world Star... I mean, I don't know how that's going to work in terms of, like, keeping things canon. Uh, if you're just, like, you know, like, Red Dead Redemption, uh, but Star Wars... Like that's fucking that's fucking great, you know what I mean? But I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's it's exciting times. Uh, Star Wars and Lucasfilm games is going to be a, an adventure, and I'm very excited to see what they can do. Like I, I think the multiple developers has got to be a good thing because it's going to encourage competition and encourage 100%, 100%. Um, you know picking for the future games as well. Did this dev drop the ball? Did they not? You know, there's going to be reward that comes with developing a good game as well rather than just being like well we've got this for 10 years so we can fuck we can fuck up and we can put loot boxes all the way through this um and piss everyone off and then it'll be fine so there won't be too much (laughs) of that which is cool um but uh but yeah and it it also makes me laugh that whole fucking lucasfilm thing because it pissed me off so much when they closed down lucasarts disney closed down lucasarts in 2013 and then they just like, oh, yeah. oh seven, seven years, seven, seven, eight years. Okay, we'll just bring it back again. And now we're going to make it like a big event. So maybe it was planned all along. Maybe they kind of realized the the goal that they had with that that um, name. And they're finally giving it some uh, some love <laughs> and some yeah. decent titles behind it. But yeah, I, I imagine it's been a pretty bumpy ride for Star Wars fans over the years with some like massive highs and then just like... Um, some some kind of disappointing lows more recently. I mean, oh man. oh man, the Star yeah, Wars fandom is like the most toxic group of people. Well, you've in terms of now. like fans, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like let's be honest, like you 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 hate them or you love them, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know. Like, I personally am a huge Star Wars fan. I really love the 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 recent trilogy. It, I mean. Yeah, not the greatest movies, but I was entertained. You know what I'm saying? I didn't hate them. I didn't like walk out of the movie and uh, you know throw my soda at the screen because I was so upset, which has actually happened when I watched Watchmen when I went to go. Th- well, you did that. No, someone actually <laughs> threw their like oh, movie funny. soda at the screen after the movie was done because they were like, "That's how much they hated it." Um, right. Be worse so if like, they like threw their soda that they brought in. Like under the, yeah. <laughs> like from CVS in their, <laughs> so in their giant winter jacket. Didn't pocket. even pay ten bucks for those. Soda. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I was I was but, I love the. I didn't say I wouldn't say I love the trilogy. I love the first one that came out. Then they came out with the um, the one where they blew up, and I'm blanking out on the name. <laughs> The one where they blew Rogue up. One? Uh, Rogue One, yeah. Rogue One was yeah, the Rogue show. Oh, I was great. like, what are you saying? <laughs> I really, and really then, liked Rogue One. Yeah. Me too. I love Rogue One. 
Yeah. And then the second movie in the in the latest trilogy, I was like, that movie was pretty good, but I can see why people didn't like it. And then I watched the last one and I walked out of it and I'm like, man, what the fuck? And I was, <laughs> I was really <laughs> upset. But I wasn't like crazy about it. But I do know, uh, yeah, Star Wars fans can get really intense about it. Yeah, for sure. sure. I'm, I'm Castro, just, what's up, man? But um, yeah, like just back to what we're saying, like, sorry, just some, hitting, hitting, acknowledging someone in the chat. Um, but uh, yeah, like if you were listening on podcast and you didn't realize we're streaming, that would be really weird right now. <laughs> yeah. like, does someone just join the podcast? What? So, but um, yeah, it's just like, regardless of the movies, the I'm very much looking forward to what's going to happen with these games coming out. You know what let, I'm saying? Let me tell you the best Star Wars game in existence. Here we go. Barlong. Nintendo 64 no it wasn't N64 um not the speed racers or whatever it was um pod racer it was I forgot about which you game. forgot Sorry, about that man. that's on switch now you can get that on switch they I have to go to guys uh <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the podcast today <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out um Jedi power battles on PlayStation 1 and then they released it on um Dreamcast which I had it on and I prefer the Dreamcast version just because it looks better it's just basically streets of rage but with with lightsabers that's awesome it's kind of clunky it probably does not hold up at all now but it was so good to play a co-op um and if you look at the if you look at i need to send you afterwards if you look at the title screen they had the licenses to everyone's face but the artists just couldn't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) and and samuel l jackson kind of looks like he's melted into a mannequin like uh, it's it's insane but that's yeah, hilarious i need them to re-release that speaking of which um star wars episode one the phantom menace was released as a game for playstation one the original and it was oh, yeah. really good i played was, the fuck out of yeah, that game like surprisingly really good game so i only remember star the pod racer and then the, the well yeah that was for n64 and i completely forgot about that but that's one of the greatest racing games of all time yeah well and, I, Not even in my opinion. It just that's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's it's legally the best racing game. Yeah, of all time. legally, if you say something else, you straight to jail. You can get you can get pulled over for for having a yeah. different opinion. Oh, one hundred percent. It's happened. It's happened to friends of mine. Excuse me, sir. Can I see your copy of Pod Racer? <laughs> um, I'm afraid I have to take station. <laughs> so, officer, I, I left my copy at home. Step out of the vehicle, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's head on over into Say our... Say it's a uh, new record. <laughs> oh, it's a new record. It's a new record. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. All right, let's head on over into... Uh, I'm going to skip this story. I want to talk about that story last. Um, uh, sorry, not last. Uh, next, but before <laughs> we talk o- about... The opposite to last. The opposite next. to last. Yeah. We have a couple more going. Um, before we talk about... like, So we have... Sony gave some release windows for some of their uh, PlayStation 5 games. But last week, we mentioned that we read off a bunch of games that are going to be released in 2021. Uh, and we found out earlier today. No, I'm sorry. It was yesterday. Hogwarts legacy has been delayed to 2022. Um, you got like a week of looking forward to that. If you're a fan of it before. It yeah. Delayed. It was like, yeah, 2021. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> by the way. Um, so here's the thing about this. So that I find really interesting because we had a release date of 2021. It wasn't like, early 2021, late 2021, summer 2021, anything like that. It was just like 2021 release date. And then that was last week. And then early, uh, two days ago, they were like, sorry, just make sure the game's really good. We're going to release it. We're going to delay it to 2022. I think this is weird because if they release it like holiday 2021, I'm like, they have plenty of time 
because it's been in development for a bit now. I'm just like, I'm wondering, uh, and before I say this next part, I was, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I read the books, uh, four times straight through. I watched all the movies, like very much have been looking forward to this game since they announced it. You, um, one of those dickheads. Oh, I read the books. Oh, I read the, I'm a real I'm fan. sorry. <laughs> Yo, no, I, Don't I say also that to my books. girlfriend. She'll pop off on you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's, um, it was really exciting. And then I don't know if you guys remember, but like when this game was released, it wasn't the game itself. Wasn't really talked about that much. Wait, which game? Hogwarts legacy. When the, it was released. When it was released. I'm sorry. When, I'm sorry. When it was uh, announced. Got it. My bad, my bad, my bad. I have to now do something because I misnamed something. Um, yeah, no, so when they announced Hogwarts Legacy, it, the talk around it wasn't really about Hogwarts Legacy. It's more about J.K. Rowling and everything ah. that she had going on at the time, which is kind of like, and I don't that, really want to. That's a like, different kind of legacy, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, whatever she has going on, like, I. You know, whatever. Like, she had her opinion. A lot of people think she's a huge dick for it. And those people aren't really wrong. But um, let's move on. Like, that's the thing. I think a great... Because of, because of that happening, I think one of the reasons that it, they're pushing back even more is maybe to, like, separate themselves a little bit from that. So it's like, Hogwarts Legacy, what a great game, as opposed to Hogwarts Legacy, but J.K. Rowland's a flaming douchebag. Um, she's, sorry. She's... <laughs> In, in the in the like the scheme of like um, liked JKs at the moment, you've got J.K. Simmons up here, and then J.K. Rowling's are right down here at the moment. So yeah, she's she's doing a lot of harm. <laughs> and then J.K. Ella Wells like right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just I just imagined in my head though that like maybe originally they were like okay maybe we're thinking something like mid twenty twenty two, and then some PR person was like twenty twenty one, and then they announced it, and someone was like. Who in the motherfuck said 21? <laughs> I've just seen this anticipated games list. We're number two, guys. Yeah. Uh, we got, uh, just saying what's up to Squatchy really quick. Who's in the chat. Hey, Squatchy. Thanks for, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you, dog. Um, so, but yeah, like that's what's happening. I mean, again, like there's been no official statement of this is why, but it's kind of just like, we need more time to optimize everything and make this game the best it can be. So we're going to yeah. delay 2022, which is totally fine. And we even tweeted from the Super Average Gaming uh, Twitter thing. Uh, like, we're totally fine with this. Like, take your time. We, I think the the whole, and I'm talking about Cyberpunk again, the whole Cyberpunk debacle needs to be a um, a line in the sand that developers will never cross again. Like, hey, take your time. If it needs to be delayed six months, delay it six months so that when you release the game, it's a really, really good game. Um, and, and, and that's just, and that's just how it should, it should happen from here moving forward because yes, game developers can release patches and stuff like that, but like, it'd be so much better if, uh, you don't really need to do that. So yeah, the, the, the patience isn't there when, when you've seen cyberpunk get torn apart the way it has quite clearly, yeah the damage can be, well, we'll see how lasting it is, but it, it's looking pretty bad. So, yeah. and it, this is a, uh, this is an open world game as well, right? So it's clearly yes, got it the be. same demands on it technically. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Just, just, um, you just gonna have to wait for your Potter fix, mate. I'm gonna have to read, you have to yeah, read those man. books again. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say what's up to Faceway really quick because he, he's demanding us saying hi. He said hi three times and then he told me to say hi. <laughs> so now I have to do it. Faceway, what's up, man? Thanks again for stopping by. Um, so face. let's head out. Squatchy, like, you won't get me. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some uh, release windows for, for Sony stuff, you know? Um, so, so some of these games I don't, I haven't actually heard of, to be completely honest, but. <laughs> This is from uh, like K- Kotaku. <laughs> you fucker. I genuinely, I was like, well, at least Randy's going to know about that one. This <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm fucking close. <laughs> no, like most of these games I haven't even heard of yet. But um, like Hitman 3 is releasing January 2021. That's releasing on the 20th. So next Friday. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is releasing 2021. Um, and then Returnal is releasing March Such a 19th. bad name. Still fucks me off how bad that name is. Returnal? Yeah. I've... Like Nocturnal and Return. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bad pun. Um, yeah. I'm not I mean, um, pra- as okay. is pra- like Pragmata is like Pragmatic Stigmata. I mean, what yeah, is this the just, theme for 2021? I guess people sitting in a room. A bunch of yeah, people sitting in a room thinking like, wow, these names are incredible. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> over here like, wow. <laughs> I think it's literally they're like, we need a fucking unique hashtag. You're going to need to come up with a really stupid name because that hasn't been taken. There's no hashtag of, of Returnal yet. Well, a lot oh, of right. these games are kind of like all over the place. So Returnal Pragmata is releasing in 2023, which is like, okay, thanks. Uh, Solar Ash is releasing June 2021. Kenna Bridge of Spirits is releasing March 2021. Stray and Ghostwire Tokyo, October 2021. Little that Devil awesome. Inside. Yeah, cool, Ghostwire. cool, cool. Yeah. Great, great, great. Love it. Uh, Little Devil Inside, July 2021. Project Athea, January 2022, so in a year. Um, and I mentioned this other one. So it's like some games that are uh, coming out. Just some release windows. <laughs> that coming. That, Pro- any, that. any game that's called Project Something, to me that always sounds like a code name for it, and they haven't really named it yet. So, <laughs> and, and it is January 2022, so who knows. But. Yeah, I mean, they've they got, they got a minute. Uh, but just some, some uh, stuff to look forward to. Yeah, so, yeah, this, this, the, the, my PC crashed. Um, I'm going to close some tabs just in case that's what caused this. But that would be depressing. It, it shouldn't have been the issue. But anyway, let's just in case, let's just close a bunch of stuff. So we were, um, let's just go back to what we were talking about before. So Capcom has uh, announced that there will be a Resident Evil showcase on January 21st at 2 p.m. Pacific, hosted by Brittany Brombacher and produced by Brittany Brombacher from What's Good Games, and she's just super awesome. So I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to get some announcements of what's happening in uh, the Resident Evil world with Resident Evil 8, if we're going to get be getting another remake, which uh, I'm really looking forward to. Really quick, chat, my bad, yo. This is our first time doing this, so so please forgive any speed bumps that we're, that we're figuring out as we do this. But we're back, and uh, we're going to keep, keep talking about this, and we'll, uh, I'll edit this so it sounds really good <laughs> in the podcast release. Every time um, there's a crash, you're just like, more fucking editing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it adds so much, but um, it's totally fine. I mean, uh, here we are. Anyways, uh, point of the story is Resident Evil... Uh, showcase January twenty first, two p.m. Pacific. That's five p.m. Eastern time. Um, so I'm, so I'm, looking, I'm loving that. Guess, so it says there's a tour of the village. I don't know if they mean literal tour, but that sounds pretty dope. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a tour, like a literal tour, and Brittany Brombacher is gonna be uh, walking us through 
as all the characters are out of character and they're just like, hey, how's it going? It'll, My name's... It'll be like that um, when Miyamoto did the tour of the new Super Mario World at Universal Studios, yeah, but just with like zombies and stuff. It's exactly that. The zombies, the werewolves. Uh, Chris cool. Redfield will be there and he'll be like, hi, I'm, the, the, I'm Chris Redfield and I'm not actually a dick, but... <laughs> In real life. I thought you were going to um, say Britney Spears at first. I was like, no, that yeah, would be, no. they should that be so lit. They should do some like completely inexplicable host like that at some point. Cause you no idea what she's going to do. Yeah. No, not, maybe not for resident evil, but maybe not. Saying. <laughs> you, you Anyways, guys, I think that's, <laughs> it's just really, uh, it's just funny how timing works because that was our last story in Angie's corner. So that means that that's bringing us to the end of the episode, <laughs> which, <laughs> What about it's what you're like, playing? You you couldn't you couldn't um we're not doing what you're playing today because we, we talked so much. We had so many things to talk about. Um, I've been waiting to talk about games that I played for two weeks. This guy gotta, Okay, so Leo, there's a reason that there's something called a run of show. And oh I'm just looking at the run of show now. There's a what you're playing section. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking jerk off. Don't <laughs> <laughs> give me all that shit. <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason I put what you're playing there. Oh god. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. Oh boy! Now, okay, now who's the dick? Come on, I'm the dick. dick. Okay, yeah. fine. So since I put it there, I guess we have to talk about uh, games. So guys, uh, we're going to be going into our what you're playing section. So friends, what you're playing? I didn't play Leo. anything. <laughs> you dick! You <laughs> fucking of dick! I played stuff. <laughs> that was beautiful. That All was right, well, what have you been playing, bro? I played a couple things. Let me tell you about them. First, I fucking popped off on Street Fighter Five. I'm uh. Still not that good, uh, but I'm getting better at it. Still getting my ass whooped online, but uh, I decided to start playing some Final Fantasy VII Remake again. And Okay. And uh, I was playing through, and I started on hard mode, and I didn't realize until about like three hours in. By the way, you if you haven't played it, you have to beat the game on normal mode, and then you can get hard mode unlocked to play. Humble and you can brag. Just... <laughs> Definite humble just brag. Beat the, just beat the game. It's a normal beating the game. <laughs> You're flexing but, under the screen. Go on. <laughs> my, my pecs are... Anyway. Uh, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, you have to beat the game on normal to unlock hard, and you can go pick any chapter you want and play the game. And I started playing it kind of from the beginning, and I didn't realize until like a few hours in that you can't use items at all. So I'm fighting this enemy that in the normal game you beat in like a few minutes. In this game, I'm like getting killed because... My health is at 5,000 and it kills me in three hits. And all of a sudden I realized I can't fill up my magic again because my items are completely turned off. And I'm like, what the fuck? And also sitting down on a bench that normally gives you all your health and all your magic uh, no longer gives you magic. <laughs> so, no one of this. <laughs> so you can't use items. Can you only not use items in battle or like throughout the entire game? Just no like, items. On hard mode, items are shut off completely. You How can't are you leave a battle. To play the game. You just like materia and be smart and just use things that don't use magic. Essentially, that's insane. Like, Have you given fucking, up now? Uh, well, I haven't given up. I just haven't picked it up again since the last time I played. You're still it. on that so, bench. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> so I beat that enemy, but then I finished the part, and I'm just like, I'm like, all right, I want to play some more. But then thinking about it, I'm like, God damn, the amount of work I got to put into play. So, yeah, like as you remember yeah. bits of the game ahead, you're like, no, that's not going to be possible. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, that sounds rough. 
And you can only level up to 50 and you can't level up past that. And the enemies are really, really fucking hard. So I'm like, I'm playing at the beginning. What What's going to happen when I get closer <laughs> to the end? Like I'm thinking about fighting Sephiroth at the end. I'm like, that's going to be impossible. Yeah, I don't understand like, that's kill even, me two like, hits. why that's even an, an option. Like why you would turn items off for a game where like item, that, that's like the, one of the core elements of, of, of that game is using your items. Uh, just, I guess someone was like, hey, I know a way to make it really hard for no reason. And I guess they're trying to make Dark Souls 4. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I I will say that I, I've really enjoyed Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I, I'm very much looking forward to Part 2. Hopefully we don't have to wait five or six years for it. But um, we might have to, because uh, that's Square Enix for you. Square Enix are the ones doing that Project Aethia or whatever we were just talking about as well. Mm-hmm. So they've got okay. that on their plates. Yeah. Do you know what else? They, what other game they did? A little game oh. called Kingdom Hearts 3 that I hate. <laughs> and, so, and Avengers. Where does, and Avengers. Where does like Kingdom Hearts 3 and Squadcast Crashing come on your list of things that you hate the most? I've made Can you very angry. Equal? Yeah. Can they be equal? Okay, because we can you know, move on. Let's let's move on. You, you're, you're looking like you're looking like Bowser so, and Bowser. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Squatchy in the in the chat just asked why I hate Kingdom Hearts three. Um, if you want a full in depth uh, breakdown of why I hate Kingdom Hearts three, go back and listen to our episode, Super Average Gaming. But okay, I'll I'll give a quick one here. The police got um, called on you, didn't they? That night. <laughs> He said, yeah, is yeah. it because it didn't live up to the others and was boring as hell? <laughs> That's basically... That might have something to do look, with it. <laughs> I, I hated it because you you played the game for four or five minutes, and then there was a 20-minute long cutscene that I had to sit through that had no background music, no interesting cuts, no interesting edits. It was just Sora talking to some random character and explaining something, and I'm just like, I'm what the fuck? And the fact that 10 years or I think it was actually like 12 from Kingdom Hearts 2 to Kingdom Hearts 3, and they released 1,600 games in between, and you had to play all those games to understand what the fuck was happening in Kingdom Hearts 3. So what, Excuse what was, that, was 3.5 about? Did that? Mm-mm, I'm not even going there. I'm all not right. even going there because I don't even uh, – anyway, let's move on into what Chris has been playing. Uh, well, <laughs> well, mine's a bit more embarrassing, I'm going to be honest. And I don't normally have embarrassing because I'm not – I don't – I don't get embarrassed at the games I play. I play slightly weirder ones than you guys, but that's not a problem <laughs> to me. But um, being honest with you guys. <laughs> Squatch, you said more Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking wish. I, I, oh God, I'd be so happy right now. When I was about 14 years old, 13 years old, I would like, I was on holiday and I'd be like, man, I wish I was watching the Simpsons right now. That's what I'm like as an adult about Tony Hawk. I'm like, man, I just wish I could be playing that, (laughs) but I do not have access to Tony Hawk right now. (laughs) And, um, so I've got my switch with me. I've got stadia with me. And, um, basically, man, I've been trying to make my wife play more video games and then she discovered just dance. And so I ended up having to good, good man. The collector's edition of Tony Hawk. Uh, just i can't speak highly enough of it but so she discovered just dance <laughs> and then i was like man i've been eating like shit across the entire winter, christmas period and while i was sure. looking to buy just dance on amazon like recommended purchases was that ring fit adventure if you've seen that but it's basically like a fitness no. game where you have this this like exercise ring uh and then you strap the controller to your leg and then basically it knows when you're running, knows everything you're doing. It's, it's madly accurate. It knows your heart rate and all this kind of stuff. And basically it puts you in this 3D kind of like uh, almost like an endless runner, but with 
levels, so not endless, just like a runner. Um, <laughs> and but you you run on the spot, and then like you squeeze the ring to fire weapons, and like you do all sorts of stuff that basically leaves you freaking exhausted playing it. So I tried that for That's the first awesome. time. Yeah, I tried it for the first time today, and it's if you look at it, it's really highly rated. But when quarantine started, it sold out instantly, and people were like selling this thing for two hundred, three hundred dollars online. Of now course. you they managed to get production up, and you can actually buy it new. So that, and then I did actually play Stadia. I was looking at my pro games, and there's a game called Steam World Dig, and it's like this two D um, digging game. I don't know, it's like a collectathon like puzzle. It's weirdly addictive doesn't look like a kind of game that i'd love but i've completed one and two and i just decided to try out stadia so i've i've been playing that like every night on stadia and the performance is on point as well like no no visible latency so nothing too exciting but i'm just now just waiting for the new super mario uh, 3d world yeah and then we comes out pretty soon we can play four player co-op i'm very much looking forward to that and being able to stream that with you guys yeah uh, and claudia um that's gonna be great so what I've been playing has been Hitman um, from the 2016 soft. I don't know if it was a soft reboot or just a, a regular reboot, um, but Hitman that came out in 2016 on PlayStation 4. I'm playing on a PC right now because I'm getting ready for the Hitman 3 release. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but Hitman 3 is releasing uh, on January 20th, so next Friday on PlayStation 5. But with that release, they're also... Uh, optimizing hitman one and two that are already released but they're releasing that with hitman three so if you buy hitman three you also get hitman and hitman two which is super awesome but i didn't know that last week when i bought hitman (laughs) so i paid 50 bucks on steam to buy it and then 50 oh man then i yeah uh then i played a bunch and then i was looking at hitman three and then it was like yeah hitman and hitman two come free with it and i was like son of a bitch But no, it, uh, Hitman, it's a four-year-old four year old game. Yeah, and, and it's it 50 up. bucks still. Yeah, because it released, it released in like episodes and stuff. So like there's a bunch of new content and whatnot. Uh, um, but it's really good. And it's like, it's a stealth game, obviously. And like you're, you're Hitman. And I don't usually like these games, but the puzzles and like figuring out which routes to take and uh, which scenario you can kill these guys in and it's actually a lot of fun because then you can go back and replay the levels or the missions and stuff like that and like do it differently each time. So um, it, it's a, a really, really well done game. I'm very much looking forward to playing uh, Hitman 2 and 3 when they release that I'm not paying for Hitman 2. So I'm going to wait for the release. Uh, yeah, I, so that's I, what I've been playing. Never. I mean, I hate stealth games for no other reason than I'm a shit at them. It's, it's, I think that's a good reason to hate something. Uh, sure. If you're very bad at it, then just don't respect it just really think poorly of it not yourself no i, <laughs> yeah. I just i, that's, I yeah. it's it, it's it's, that's, that's it's not me but um it's always looked yeah. good it's just it's just i just can't get i'm so impatient and just like somehow the character becomes clumsier in my uh yeah in my grip so i think i like <laughs> do you remember um what was it tom clancy's uh splinter Splinter yeah. Yeah. I like, I got one of those and I dedicated so much time to that at college and I still was just woefully bad. So no, it, it's always one, look good. It's always look good. What's that? There's one that is on for 360. I'm blanking out of the yeah, exact name, but, uh, but that, that one, they sold it for free on uh, Xbox live gold and me and my buddy got it. And there's a co-op, like a whole entire co-op story that you can play online. And me and my friend played it 
And it's awesome because he's really fucking good at the game and I'm not that good. <laughs> so like we kept getting like caught and just getting killed because like if you're getting hit by gunfire, it's kind of slightly realistic where you die pretty rapidly. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, God damn it, Leo. Like, like the entire time he's like, all right, go slowly. Go fuck. And like, <laughs> just, it was great. It's, nice. It's slightly <laughs> slow learning sound followed behind you. Yeah. He's just yeah. like. It's like, all right, that's so hilarious. we're going to stealth. We're not going to get caught at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that's going to bring us over into the end of the episode. And I think for the first time, us live streaming this, it didn't go horribly. Uh, besides <laughs> it was us, very average, which it was, is what we strive we, for. Yeah, which is what we go for here on the Super Average Gaming Podcast. So if you are enjoying this Twitch, if you like it, uh, hit that follow button. Head on over to Instagram and tw- uh, Twitter where you can follow us at Super Average Gaming. Uh, Squashy says, great, now I don't have to listen to this later. I would appreciate <laughs> it if you did anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. We ruined it. Oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> we didn't think this through, guys. I didn't think about this through before, <laughs> before going live. So, yeah, yeah guys, head on over to Instagram at Super Average Gaming. Give us a follow there. Head on over to Twitter at Super Average Gaming also where we post memes and we t- post about uh, gaming news and stuff like that and we post things about a whole bunch of other We had a gamings. good meme. We had a good one. It we landed. had a really good meme. Yeah. It landed really hard. Got like almost, I think our, our last meme on Twitter got more likes than we have followers on Twitter, which I think is hilarious. Which could be really <laughs> impressive or not at all, but that, find out but by visiting. Does it matter? For that Check one. it out. And uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please head on over to Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to the podcast, and leave us a rating and review. It would really, 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 really help us continue to grow. And lastly, as I mentioned earlier, head on over to patreon.com slash superaveragegaming, where you can toss a couple bucks our way if you want to and become a Patreon producer slash supporter. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us with our bills uh, and paying for Squadcast that craps out on us all the time uh, <laughs> so yeah and if you don't want to do that it's totally fine as long as you guys are enjoying the podcast that's all we're hoping for we're having fun so that's going to bring us on over to me saying good night i'm your host randy ramos jr christopher gower leo ramos have a good night i love you all peace out thanks for listening guys